Max Crosby is a product of the Cleo Mack trade for the Las Vegas Raiders, and finally appeared to be a good player this year, even earning himself a 91.7 PFF grade, ranking second in the NFL for edge rushers. Now, let's look at the film and see if he really earned his ranking, higher than players like Vaughn Miller, the Bosa brothers, and Defensive Player of the Year favorite, TJ Watt. I'm Tyler Coker, and I'm your host for today's episode of Today with Tyler. I hope you enjoy. We will start with his hand usage, since he doesn't use them as often as expected. Although it worked against Andrew Wiley for the Chiefs, Crosby never went to his hands again against the Chiefs, nor for the rest of the season. Crosby is a very simple pass rusher, as he only has two moves, a bull rush and the counterspin that I described earlier. Not only is that a very limited arsenal, he isn't necessarily dominant with them either. For example, he often used a bull rush against the Bengals, but his first win with the move came in the last drive of the Bengals' first half. That's nearly 30 minutes of game time without a successful bull rush. The Bengals' right tackle Isaiah Prince, who was struggling as a backup to their injured starter, did a good job shutting Crosby down for the most part, with the two often getting locked with each other and locking their knees and standing straight up. For a rusher who relies heavily on a bull rush, he wasn't showing sufficient power to do so. Although he is a smart rusher, he can also forget to make adjustments due to his lack of versatility with pass rush moves. Against the Chargers, in the season-deciding game for the Raiders, he was smart working against Storm Norton, as I described earlier, but Staley was smart as well. Noticing Norton's weakness against the counterspin, Staley began to increase double-team help from right guard Michael Schofield which essentially eliminated the chance of success with a counterspin for Crosby. Crosby continued to use the counterspin and was running himself into a double team time and time again. The area of rushing in which even PFF graded him lower than expected was run defense, and on tape you can see why. Unless he's left wide open, or the lineman was extremely sluggish off the line, he rarely will win a run blocking matchup, and usually gets stuffed, eliminating his effectiveness entirely. As per usual, let's look at his strong suits first. First, his effort is admirable. It's not every day that you see an edge rusher sprinting from his side of the offensive line all the way to the other sideline to assist a tackle on a running back, but Max Crosby consistently can be seen doing that. Even if he doesn't make it to the tackle, he gives his best effort on every play, so I want to credit him for that. Crosby also shows evidence that he does a lot of studying before each matchup as seen against Chargers right tackle Storm Norton time and time again, Crosby knew the overall weakness of his opponent. Although Norton really isn't a good tackle, he's especially weak at changing lateral direction after committing to a lateral direction. Crosby consistently attacked that weakness with one of his few pass moves, in which he rushes to the outside, <clears throat> appearing to use an edge rush move, and then cuts back to the inside of the tackle with a spin move. Norton had his hands full with this move, and it resulted in quite a few pressures. Crosby is also smart in his pass rush, keeping his eyes in the backfield to ensure that he can adjust to a quarterback leaving the pocket like Carson Wentz does here. He continues his football IQ with the occasional mid-rush adjustment like he makes against the Broncos. Crosby attempted to run through the tackle with a bull rush, but he quickly realized he wasn't going to overpower right tackle Bobby Massey. He then uses his hands with great technique, to slip out of his block and create pressure for Drew Locke. You can routinely see Crosby taking advantage of linemen tasked with blocking him that are sluggish, 
whether it be their read of him or in their own jump. Every once in a blue moon, you can even see good hands as a move, like his move against Chiefs right tackle Andrew Wiley. Unfortunately, we must look at the negatives I saw on tape. A helpful tool in analyzing an edge rusher is, are the five tools of pass rushing, taught to me by Brett Coleman on YouTube. They are explosiveness, arm length, hip fluidity and flexibility, power, and technique. So how does Crosby line up with those tools? First, explosiveness. A key trait of a pass rusher is an elite first step. A perfect example of a player who has an elite first step is someone like Vaughn Miller, and the first step is something that jumps out on you on tape or even casually watching at home on the couch. Crosby is rather slow off the line, a product of his size more so than anything else, which takes down his chances of being elite rather greatly. Without an elite first step, you can still use speed to make up for your lag off the ball. Unfortunately, Crosby doesn't fit that category either. He's a slow, hulking player, and while it isn't terrible and doesn't make him impossible to be elite, it truly limits his abilities and requires fantastic technique to surpass and become elite. Next, arm length. This one isn't as crucial as the others, it's more of a scouting purpose thing for edge rushers coming out of college, but it's still a good measurement to look at nonetheless. With arms measuring 32 and 7 inches, Crosby's arms aren't necessarily elite length, but are still long enough to make it work. Elite arm length would have allowed Crosby to bull rush more effectively and even get away with worth technique, but unfortunately that's not how he was built and he has to be able to compensate with some of these other tools. Moving on, we have hip flexibility and fluidity. When watching his tape, Max Crosby overall comes off as just slow. That's in part due to his speed and in part due to his hips. Since Crosby rarely uses moves that allow him to be fluid, he doesn't prove to me throughout the season that he even has fluid hips to begin with. He relies on his power and studying to beat opponents, not athleticism or technique, including hit fluidity. Now, Max Crosby's power. Crosby certainly relies on his power, and when his power fails him, he loses the rep, almost guaranteed. Crosby will flash moments of extreme power, pushing right through the opposing tackle, but for the most part, this was against backup right tackles who were already on bad offensive lines, like the games against the Bengals and Chargers this season. Because tackles can be so immovable in the NFL, many of the best edge rushers will convert their speed into power, rather than relying on their frame to supply all the power, because often a tackle will outweigh and outsize a edge rusher, but Crosby's the latter. Crosby's power is solely generated through his size, and usually his wins are due to a high pad level from the opposing tackle, not necessarily a true power advantage on Crosby. Crosby can use the power he has much better, with some improvements over the offseason, especially if he can add an outside move or some more technique to his arsenal over the year. If a tackle is concerned that he will get the outside, the lineman would more easily be susceptible to a bull rush. There would be three dimensions to Crosby's rush instead of just the two that are somewhat easy to counter. The last tool of pass rushing to look at is technique. The first thing you notice on his film in terms of technique is Crosby's lack of hand usage. Hand usage can make a player elite without many other elite traits, and some examples of dominant edge rushers with great hand usage are Ohio State products Chase Young, Nick Bosa, and Joey Bosa. Each of these players use their hands to create avenues for other skills, and their physical attributes then can back them up. And Crosby would be dominant if he did the same. Max Crosby's power may not be enough to single-handedly dominate, but if his power was instead an after-effect, 
after his hand usage, he would destroy opposing offensive lines. Without his hands, though, Crosby's technique leaves much more to be desired. As highlighted before, Crosby has two moves, and one of them is literally just trying to rush through a grown man. So, adding something to the outside or adding some sort of hand swipe would greatly increase his chances of being able to be a top edge rusher in the NFL. I think Max Crosby has some tools to be dangerous, even without being an elite athlete like most of the top edge rushers are in the NFL. That being said, I don't think his tape backed up his insane ranking by PFF, and he isn't an elite edge rusher yet. Although he is an elite and was pretty much overhyped this year, if I have to be completely honest, he still deserves credit for the massive improvement he made to be good this season because last season he really struggled, and he certainly can improve again. So I have confidence that with his hard work that he proved that he has, he'll easily be able to make himself elite, but this season he wasn't quite worth the grade he got. Thank you for listening.